Hello and welcome to Comic Junto's special one-shot episode for Wonder Woman. We are going to be reviewing that John even right now. I'm your host, Octavius mm-hmm. A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam J. Garrick Tetris. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I see. I see. Yeah. Jay Garrick. A little connection. Sure, sure. Tying it together for the like movie that. review of Wonder Woman. I appreciate that. You want to, do you know much. who, I'm assuming you know who that is? I got Jay Garrick on lock, absolutely. Okay. Who's Jay? Who's Jay Garrick? Break, you, you don't know who that, who that is? Break it down for me. Who's that guy? You might could, give it a shot. You might could get it. Oh yeah, my, it's my man, Jay Garrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, auto dealer oh. out in Trenton. Oh, okay. Jersey. I see you, Jay Garrick. Thank mm. you for your good, good prices. Okay. Uh, on used cars and new. Okay. Uh, Are there other Jerry Garricks? Maybe you meant somebody different. Uh, I'm talking about, according to what DC.com is telling me, he is the original Flash. Oh! Oh, yeah, of course. I got him. Yeah, yeah. Old, uh, old t- uh, Tin Hat, old Jay t- Garrick. Old Tin Hat. Old Tin Hat with the wings on it. That's right. Okay. Old Tin Hat. Sure. There it is. That's him. <laughs> Terrific. Good old Tin We're starting this off with right. It, with that cosmic treadmill business. Hey, you know what I mean? That's that's what the internet told me. You, know you, you got to shut down this comic book show. I am not qualified for this. Hey, I didn't know. Look, until five minutes ago, I didn't know who he was either. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything because I don't. Okay, Octavius A. Newman, we are here to talk about uh, Wonder Woman. Yes. The latest from DC's films. Yes. We're going to do a one shot. Mm-hmm. I think uh, in the last couple of episodes, I've explained what a one shot is. Do you want to? Do the people a service yes. and remind them what is a one-shot. Yes. Every podcast is somebody's first, so we want to take a moment to explain what a one-shot is, what role a one-shot plays in comic book Junto, and what role a one-shot plays in our movie review. So, one-shot is a comic book that is a one-and-done. It can be a part of a universe. It can be a part of a character story. It can be um, something that tells a story about Batman or Daredevil or Deadpool or Wonder Woman or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily take away from the ongoing story that is going on. That's right. So let's say somebody just wants to say, hey, you know what? Got a cool story for Wonder Woman, beginning, middle, and end. There's not multiple parts. It's not a miniseries, not a graphic novel, nothing like that. Just a one-issue thing. Want to talk about it and keep the continuity going. Don't even stop the continuity. Keep that happening. Yeah. Whatever story you're telling, keep telling it. But I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. That's what the one shot is. And the way it plays a role in comic book Junto is we have regular episodes that come out as often as we can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we mm-hmm. try There's to keep it consistent. There's grace for us. We're yeah. so sorry. But our movie reviews, because we're such movie fans and we love movies, we want to talk about them in detail and in depth, but we don't want to disrupt the normal flow of our Regular episodes, which we are in the 70s now. That is right. Going to be coming up on 100s in 2017, Lord. That is right. That is right. So that's what a one shot is. Now, be warned. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. We are getting into territory. Yes. Uh, We we don't want you to go into this episode. We know. Look, we know you love comic book Junto. Mm -hmm. We We know you want to spend time with us. Yeah. And we appreciate you. We want to spend time with you as well. But we do not want to take the discovery, the experience of Mm -hmm. this film away from you. That's right. You should not feel the victories, the triumphs, the the, the rise of Wonder Woman Mm -hmm. only through this podcast. Right. You should see that on screen. And you should see it on screen first. With a bucket of popcorn. Some soda. Sour Patch Kids. Pull the cavities out your teeth. You got pretzel bites. Yeah. You got a guy in front of you with a cell phone. Put your cell phone away. He ain't going to put it away. That's what happened to me the whole time. I said, please, really? please, please, sir. Please, He's not going to do it. Please. Yeah, that's his movie. And I said, you know what? I believe in love. And mm. I believe that humans are more 
than you say they are. Mm. And so you know, there's grace for you, but please put it away though. Right. Truly. Right. Uh, so we don't want to spoil any of those experiences for you. So that's why we're putting up the spoiler wall right now, mm-hmm. as we analyze and dissect our personal experiences of this film, yes. we're going to talk about the plot. Yep. We're going to talk about the beginning, the middle, and the end. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get in detail. I don't want to rob that experience from you. That's of right. course, Octavius, the, the leader and grand minstrel of the Blackout congregation, yeah. he doesn't want to take that from you. I don't. I want you to have your own experience. Go see the movie. Right. And uh, You know, give them your money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, a couple things that we're going to go through. Um, and then we're going to put the spoiler wall up and then we're going to go. But you've been spoiled, but we're going to talk about a couple of things. One, grading system. Mm-hmm. Adam, you want to tell them about the grading system? Grading system goes from A, very best movie I've ever seen, ever, all the way down to F, this is one of the worst movies that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. You know, B is above average, C is most movies that you've seen in your lifetime, and D is not great. It's below average, but it's certainly not the worst thing you've ever seen. Uh, if you've caught us during other one-shots recently, we did Alien Covenant. Uh, you gave it a B? B like B minus, B above minus, average. B minus, above average. Uh, I gave it a C, and we also did one for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. You gave it a B? B minus. And I gave it a C. Yep. So, you know, who knows? Maybe we're going to break the mold here. Who knows? Maybe we're going to break the mold. But what we will do is we're going to talk about our initial impressions of the film. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about the the highlights, the things that we were not so hot on. Yeah. And then award it a letter grade, each of us, by the end of the movie. And this is important. I want to get this out of the way. In the era of the hot take, Mm -hmm. what I am saying and what Octavius is saying these are our opinions. That's it. Yep. That's all. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I'm right. <laughs> I just want to get that out of somebody the way. Somebody right, somebody wrong. I just want to get that out of the way. That's all. And also, we want to hear what your letter grades are for this movie. We appreciate everybody who does tweet at us and let us know what your what their letter grades are. So, we're going to let you know what our Twitter information is real quick. I am at Octavius A. Newman. O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Adam. You can find me at Adam Teteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And Comic Book Junto, at Comic Book Junto, J-U-N-T-O. That's what we are on Twitter there. So we'd love to hear what your letter grades are. What letter grade do you give Wonder Woman? Not after you've listened to us talk about it, but after you've seen it mm-hmm. and listened to us talk about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So before we put the spoiler wall up, I want to talk about kind of how I want to go into talking about this. Sure. So it can kind of be like... This is the kind of expectation for our flow of our one-shots. I want to propose something. You let me know. Kind of a little bit of a variation of what we did last time. Uh So, start out, gut reactions. Mm -hmm. Gut reactions is kind of like a general thumbs up, thumbs down once you walk out of the theater. What's that gut feeling when you walk out of the theater? Mm -hmm. After that, what'd you like? Pros. What didn't you like? Cons. Then the other piece is... What's the point of this? Oh. What is this movie saying? Mm. You know, I think that's kind of a comic book junto way because you can just go, ah, I love this, ah, I hated that, but it's like, but what was the point of this? What was though? the, the like, greater what, purpose? Yeah, like, how, how, what role does this play in my life, mm-hmm. in your life, in our life as we move and walk away from this? Sure, you know. Love and it. Then after that, letter grade. Okay, so gut reactions, thumbs up, thumbs down. What did you like? What didn't you like? What was the point? What do you think the director and the, the storyteller was trying to say? And what's the letter grade? Mm-hmm. How's that strike you? I like that. Anything you want to add, remove? You know, I think back to your uh, uh, episode with Tom King, mm-hmm. in which you asked Tom King, the current writer of Batman for DC, yeah. 
incredible writer. And you asked him about, you know, his, what is the purpose of some of your Batman? What, what are you trying to say with the vision? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. And he had argued, I, I don't know if it always has to be something to say. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be a standalone mission, one message that I'm trying to convey. And I think back to that because there's still a, there's still a vibe. Mm-hmm. You still bring something to it and it influences your life in a way. So I'm going to yeah. broaden the definition of what is the, this movie trying to say to, to encompass that, you know, mm-hmm. what is the general energy? What did it give you? What did you leave with? Yeah. How did it affect your life? And I think that's part of what, what, Kampu Junto brings to the conversation is more than just, you know, straight up, I liked it, didn't like it, but even digging Good night. Into, yeah, yeah. Even more into that, which is like, what's this all about, though? Yeah. You know, how does this affect, how do I take it? Not mm-hmm. necessarily, what did you mean? How do I take it? Mm-hmm. So let's do that. Spoiler wall going up. You have officially been warned. You've got however many minutes worth of us telling you we're going to spoil you. At this point, you are taking your experience into your own hands. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Three, two, one. It's your fault. There it is. All right, I'm going to give a little bit of a synopsis. I'm actually going to read this directly from imdb.com. This is the synopsis for Wonder Woman, so we're all on the same page. Before she was Wonder Woman. We should be because we all seen it. We better be. Better be. Look, here's a primer. Let's just lay down some foundational A lot of grace being given out right now. Giving a lot of grace. Okay. Before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana. Arguably, she's still Diana. This I would is argue true. that. This is Hold true. up, yes. IMDb. Uh, Diana, princess of the Amazons, trained warrior. When a pilot crashes and tells of conflict in the outside world, she leaves home to fight a war to end all wars. Not necessarily true. Not there, necessarily. There was at least one major one after and that. There's a handful and of several other ones more that later. came after that. But whatever. And IMDb, oh, come on. Discovering her full powers and true destiny. Point is. This is an origin story. Yeah. Got ourselves an origin story. Directed by Patty Jenkins. Big deal. Big deal. Um, the movie has, at this point, over $100, $100 million. Yeah. My understanding is it has made, in its opening weekend, more money than Green Lantern made the entire time it was in theaters. Wow. Green Lantern, not hot. That <laughs> I don't know if you can go all the way back to that, but not... Not good. Yep. Rated fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as a little bit of details, this is the first live action Wonder Woman movie. First female director of a major superhero, superhero movie. First female director of an IMAX DMR movie. And that is all Patty Jenkins. So this is, this is a big deal. It's breaking yes. records. I mean, and it's taken us up till 2017 till we have seen a Wonder Woman movie. This isn't Batman, Batman Begins, Batman Returns, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight Returns, Superman, mm-hmm. Return of Superman, da da da. No. But this, this, this is called Wonder Woman because this is the first one. Yeah, and this is the first uh, superhero female lead. Uh, other than, I guess, if you count Catwoman, but you know, nobody's I think, counting that. I think all of us have tried to to, to wash our brains, nah. so we don't need to remember that one. Nah, that, that's not even. In, I don't even. I, I don't, no, we're not going to talk about. Do you that remember either. the movie? Um, what is it? Uh, Eternal Sunshine. Eternal yes. Sunshine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jim Carrey. Yes. Yeah. Great movie. I had to go through that whole process to remove Catwoman from my mind. I had to do the whole like, hey. Remove these memories, please. <laughs> that was expensive. That was an expensive I process. Can I went through a whole. Well, lot. How is it that you remember you did it? Uh, oh wow! I got the receipts. That's oh, okay, what it is. got it. I got the receipts. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So let's get into gut reactions. So after you left mm-hmm. the theater, 
you watched the credits, you found out that there is no after credit scene. <laughs> so you sat through all that, listened sure to did. the music. Sure did. And you step outside, your gut reaction is what? My gut reaction is one word. Finally. Okay. It was finally. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot packed into that. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack from mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But my overall feeling was a, a feeling of joy, of satisfaction, of happiness. Yes. And that word. Yes. Finally. Yes. I get that. So that's that's where I was. Now, as that goes on through time and what we're going to get into today, mm-hmm. it was more complex. Yeah. Oh, it always is. But that's my gut. It always is. Now, how about you? You're coming out of the theater. Did you see it late at night? Uh, not you... late at night. I saw it at 7 o'clock. See, I saw it at like a 10.50 showing on a Thursday night oh, before it came late. out. I fell asleep for 10 minutes. No, no. So uh, there are about so 10, minutes to the, the whole 10 minutes of this film I cannot comment on. Can't account for it. I'm pretty sure I know what happened between wow. A and Z. Okay. Cannot confirm. Got you. Yeah. Uh, my overall, after I walked out of the movie theater, I was like, that was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This is like the short version is like, it's almost like it's hmm. It was almost like a reboot of the DCEU. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay. This is what we're doing. This is different than Superman. Yeah. This is di- different than Batman v Superman. I know it's in the same universe, but I was like, okay, if this is the direction we're going, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Sure. And I'm like, all right, cool. I, I was always walking out of the theater. The theme song was stuck with me. Yeah. Like I want, she's got wonder woman has great music. Um, DC knows what they're doing with theme music. Yeah. Although I'd argue, I can't remember any of the theme music from man of steel or Batman V Superman. No, but I remember that wonder woman music, but the wonder me, I, yo, I, I got on my bike just to go home. I'm peeling off. I'm like it was amazing. It's iconic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just I miss stuff like that. The super it, the Superman theme song, uh, the the Batman theme song, even in the Nolan films, right. I thought was really great. Right. Like so when you hear you get it right, and I think that's what's really cool about Wonder Woman having her own music is it reminds me of like when I hear that music, I automatically Wonder Woman. The same way when I hear da 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 you know exact you know what that is mm-hmm. that is batman no mm-hmm. question but when you hear like you know oh wonder woman where's she at what's going on what who's watching wonder woman what's happening right you know she's on screen you're not like oh that's really cool music what is that right so it's directly associated with her i think it's so, a big deal I think that, too yeah you know because people will be able to grow up knowing when they hear that music, Wonder Woman. That is that is the sensation that I left the movie with. Mm-hmm. I left whatever gripes I had, whatever questions I had, I left knowing that was iconic. Yeah. Done. I, I don't have to argue with it. Explain iconic. That, that was I- something... Iconic. <laughs> iconic! I, th- I will never forget... The way that movie looks, mm-hmm. the way it feels, the costume is updated so it's it's more modern and it's exciting, but it's still really campy and superhero-y. Yep. It's brightly colored, which is absolutely different mm-hmm. from the the course of DC movies right now, the DCEU. That, mm-hmm. I, I see what you mean when you said it felt almost like a reboot yeah. of DCEU. A, th- a thematic reboot. Right, their trajectory. Most of it. For the most part. For the most part. But I, I think of the way Gal Gadot looks in the armor. I think of some of the lines and... Might as well get into what we like about it because you're already there. I, you know what? I really am there. Yeah, let's do that. I'm, I like spending time in that space because I think of 
this movie was iconic and more important this was iconic for a group of people who needed to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. an ass-kicking woman yes being part of the justice league doing yes. you know like earning her keep being being someone who has merit based on how badass she is mm-hmm. how independent she is how she doesn't need to wait for anybody to tell her nothing yeah and she and there's some of the things that i liked about it is they made a point to make those statements out loud. Yes. Like what I, when she tells, tells Steve Trevor, what I do is not up to you. What I do or do not do is not, it's not up to you. Yeah. And it's interesting because there are times when Steve's like, wait, hold on, let me get ahead of you. Da 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 da. And, or, or, or like, he's trying to protect her. And at the same time, it's interesting because she's not, fist fighting him mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. but she also seems to be aware of what she can and can't do to a certain extent sure you know like even though steve is protecting 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 her like when he throw when she throws her arm in there and protects him of that bullet she wasn't like oh is it okay if i save you because i don't want you to feel bad yeah it's like i'm doing it yeah because that's what i want to do that that is actually it seems to be a theme of wonder woman's character in this movie mm-hmm. she does not ask for ask for permission yeah she wants to train she just goes and trains when yeah. she was a kid yeah she wants to leave the mascara she's mm-hmm. like okay uh here i go i'm on my way out yeah and not that she has no love for the the, the family the people that, she, that brought her up mm-hmm. but, but she she believes in something and she goes after it yeah she's this incredible uh balance of being both kind of naive and impulsive because she's never experienced a number of things. Mm-hmm. She lives on this isolated island. Yeah. But also, you know, independently minded, believes what it is right. She's got that superhero mentality. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to do what's right? Okay. No yeah. question. What did you think of Themyscira? Themyscira I enjoyed because it roots, it, it kicks off the movie with a very, very not subtle nod toward the mythology yes. of Wonder Woman. It is very, very, very... Like, even I like the way that they were bringing you up to date with the kind of almost storybook... War of the Gods. Slow motion kind of thing mm-hmm. where they're explaining this happened and that happened and this is how they came and, mm-hmm. you know, Zeus did this and that and Ares and now they're here and... They're in this, you know, so they kind of break down. Okay, if you've never seen Wonder Woman, if you don't know who Wonder Woman is, now you know who Wonder Woman is. Everybody on planet Earth, here's the Wonder Woman story that we all know. Same way we all know who, I mean, the majority of people know Iron Man's story because of what they've seen in the movies. Yeah. Not what they've read in comic books. And the way way that Wonder Woman's story begins reminds me, I, I have to use Marvel movies because I think Marvel movies, for the most part, are more successful so they're better uh, frameworks t- for comparison mm-hmm. so the way this movie begins reminds me of what they tried to do in thor mm-hmm. but i think this really does it a lot better yeah and the movie uh, as a whole reminds me a lot of captain america first avenger hey i was going to get into that that's one of the things that i liked and that's one of the things that made me go same at the same time so and i would the, say the major differentiator of course being that wonder woman is the star yep. so they're way more high stakes the fact that it's it's a woman mm-hmm. you know it is it's a bigger deal who is experiencing this war this fish out of water scenario mm-hmm. but the second twist to it it's like cap first avenger but more like a fairy tale okay explain like the way that wonder woman exists she's not a 
lady superhero like Furiosa mm-hmm. in Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. She is glistening at all times. Yes. She smashes through rubble. Mm-hmm. She's getting shot at. She's running through the muck of World War One. Mm-hmm. She is on the front lines. And, and every and, time and that camera slows at all down, times. damn. And it's more like, it's it's the kind of beautiful that is literally godlike mm-hmm. not like let me ogle at wonder woman i don't think any part of this was shot to make her look overtly uh, uh sexualized for people to just stare at her mm-hmm. and gawk mm-hmm. i don't think this was made for the male gaze mm-hmm. it was just like you know this this woman is incredible mm-hmm. look at her hair Look at the way she shines. She is drop kicking people and looks nuts. She looks like a model. Just came through and beat the hell out of everybody. And you know what? I, I thought so. I want to talk about that a little bit more. Action- Do you see what I mean about the fairy tale? Kind of makes you feel like it. it it's just like th- there's this. I don't know. It's got this kind of sparkle that you know Captain America: First Avengers does not have. Well, I, I if I if I can say it back to you, would it? seems like you're saying mm. is she's i don't know what you're saying wait no i can't I don't know if i can say it back to you what are you saying did you feel that there were a lot of parts in the movie where they would slow down just to show you like how gorgeous wonder Woman looked i don't know not gorgeous like damn she's hot but more like this she is pristine she is a pristine godlike character i don't know that i if, I, if i'm thinking back on it i don't think that there were very many times that they were like, because because uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You're talking about that high school boy looking at the girl in class where they intentionally do the hair flip, head turn, slow hair. She glistens and mm-hmm. her eyes open real slow and the smile. And I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. See, I, and it wasn't like, wow, they are pointing out how obviously model like beautiful she is sure i actually didn't get a lot of that i got a lot of like facial cues Mm -hmm. of like oh she is a sweet person okay yeah you know what i'm saying that that part of the character emanates through yeah like like she is she like but it was more her facial expressions and Mm -hmm. the head turn and like the way the way she would do you know like just you know Things that were more, I would say, more cute. Sure. That you know, than sexy. No, you know what I'm no, saying. Not, not like that. That's not, and that's the way. I, that's the way I took it. But I didn't spend a whole lot of time thinking about how beautiful she was because that's just obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, so pointing out Gail Gadot is really pretty is not it's like, well, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. Move on. There's no need to absolutely keep talking about that. Absolutely. You know, and I think that who plays Steve Trevor? What's his name? Uh, that's Chris Pine. Chris Pine. I think Chris Pine was more an object of ogling than. You know, they definitely flipped was. the script. You yeah, know, we see him in a pool. We see him naked, and we see her fully clo- fully clothed, mm-hmm. and her staring at him, and basically being like the whole watch joke, which I thought was a really funny joke. It's this like a good parallel. You let that little thing tell you what to do, yeah. and you're like, oh, I okay, I see what they're doing. Yeah, you know, and like even eat that whole scene that is flipped because oftentimes that's the man fully clothed looking at the you know naked kind of covering themselves up woman, right? So right. I thought that so back to that mascara, action was dope. Yep. Fighting was dope. Yep. I mean, the shield moment, jump up, shoot the arrows, fight scenes. All of the training was really dope. All Seeing of that was the cool. Amazons, that was dope. Yeah. And also seeing that there were black people 
Mm-hmm. There were people of color who were on Themyscira. Yeah. Dark-skinned women, you know? Because that's one of the things that I think about in comic books all the time. Yeah, of course. It's like, so everybody on Themyscira is white. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So the only people in this planet are white people or aliens. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what we have. And then you have Black Bolt. Yeah, right. I watched the movie you John know. Carter the other day, mm-hmm. and I went on a tweet rant about it. I don't know why I had never seen it before. It came out in 2012, mm-hmm. and I was watching John Carter. This is just a, a real quick side note. And I really enjoyed the movie, and I thought, wow, this movie is actually kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. I, this was fun. This I, I like a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And it slowly creeps into me, and I'm thinking, there were no people of color in this movie. So whereas as I was watching Themyscira and I'm, you know, my, my brain sometimes makes sure that I go into a mode where I'm, I'm analyzing. I want to yeah. have, I'm there to have a yeah. good time, sure. but I'm looking through, I'm, I'm double checking. Are we good here? Mm-hmm. And as I was watching John Carter, we were never good here. Yeah. And I kept thinking like, I know the answer to this question, but why? Mm. Why? Yeah. Because I mean, the same reason why we're just getting a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Touche. So, like, because, oh, it doesn't work, and no one's going to buy, and no one's going to go see, and that's not what people want. Clearly not the case. It won't work overseas, and blah, 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 blah. So we like Themyscira. Yep. Uh, how about the transition into you know, the 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 outside world when Diana leaves? Well, um, Steve Trevor, I want to talk about him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that Chris Pine did a good job. Mm-hmm. I think that he fleshed out his character well, and I understood what role he played in this. I thought it was cool that Diana Prince and Wonder Woman, whichever one you want to call her, she was able to be her own character, and he was able to be his own character, and it wasn't like... Let me stomp on this guy's neck so that I am seen to be this great thing, this great character, this great person. Like Steve, he had his own story, you know, and he was able to play the role of someone who's like, I know more than you in this world. I Mm -hmm. I do need to share some things and explain some things to you because you don't know. But in no way, shape or form do you ever feel like he dominates her. Sure. Because... That's not, I, now I know more than you on this. And I thought it was cool because even as they were sailing back, the conversation of like, so well, I'm going to sleep here. You don't want to sleep next to me? Oh, well, I don't want to assume. You don't want to assume what? Like, and, it, and it's almost like, well, let me explain it to you. She's like, no, I'm, I know what you're talking about. I get it. I know how sex works. Yeah. I just don't know why you're sta- sitting yeah, over there. I read all six volumes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you, oh, you wouldn't want to know. So all, that whole conversation of like, no, we're two individuals and we're having a discussion. You're not over explaining me. I'm not over explaining you. I actually know more information than you do. I know more languages than you do, but you have a better practical understanding of where we are going. Sure. So we both have value. We both play a role in this. I thought that was cool. Agreed. You know what I mean? And something that came into realization for me about Chris Pine, his character was always... I think appropriately understated. Mm-hmm. He at no point was the main character, but he still had his role. But that he was still important. had his role, right? Had an exactly. Important role, and and I think that's that important. was that was necessary to get things done. Agreed, agreed. But I think that's important because I think through a different director, right? Through through a man or someone who didn't have that particular focus mm-hmm. and that that perspective, yeah. it would have been very easy to get that muddied up to be like, oh, wait, hold up. Now, Steve Trevor is the main character doing all this stuff. Right. And even Nobody came going, to see a Steve Trevor going all the way to the end of the movie, the act of Steve Trevor sacrificing himself to protect everyone mm-hmm. was a really interesting turn of events because 
When was the last time you watched a superhero movie where the love interest is killed like that? Yeah. And when was the last time you watched it and you thought that person was being a hero, not that person was victimized? Mm -hmm. You know, if it were flipped, if you you were to flip it the genders around, you know, how often does a princess get kidnapped? How often does uh, uh, someone get tortured and beat up or yeah. taken. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when Steve Trevor did it, I didn't feel like they were shifting the focus to make him the hero. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was appropriate for his character and I felt the emotional beat. I did. And also, I was surprised. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Damn. He went out like a G. Yeah, and that was that was a really interesting event for me. Mm-hmm. I did not see that coming. Yeah, I didn't see it coming either. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's, that's, so those are some of the things that I think make this movie special and different. Also, things I liked, the the comedic back and forth, you know, the trying clothes on. How are you going to kick in this? How do you fight in this? Yeah. Like the and, and I thought it was interesting to go, "Oh, we're going to dress you up and oh, well, what are you? I'm a sec- secretary. What's a secretary? I da da da. Where I'm from, that's called a slave." Yeah. You know, like Eddie those, Candy was good. Oh, I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all of those jokes and even her, I don't know if you caught this, when she actually got dressed, she kind of looked like Clark Kent. Yeah. Oh, indeed. Yeah. Absolutely. And even I think when Steve Trevor looked at him, he was like, her, she was like, oh, all right, let's just come, let's just go. Yeah, you when know, she because puts he, the glasses because on. Because he's trying to say like, I'm just trying to get you through this and not be, you know, not create awkward scenarios. And at the same time, it think that Steve had to come to a realization of the fact that oh, no, I need to stop kind of like trying to bridle and stifle her because she's a woman, mm-hmm. because she has something of value to this this mission, to me, to the world. But because she is a female in the world I live in, I am trying to stifle her and protect her mm-hmm. and make her, sure she doesn't disrupt what I have going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting story to point out, which is like, her being a woman, you're about to miss out on your blessing. Mm-hmm. You're about to miss out on what she has to offer. But just because she's a woman, everywhere she went, she was extremely valuable. Yeah. To the point where Steve had to go, well, let me go ahead and get out of her way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me, I keep trying to put the sword down. And, 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 and the thing was, but the, the dynamic was there. It wasn't like, Steve Trevor, you're some sort of like horrible mansplaining so-and-so and so. It's like, no, I get what the, I get what he's doing. Sure. But he had to kind of grow and learn and go, yeah, she needs to put the sword down. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, she needs, she can't walk around with a sword and a shield. And even the, the cover up and cover yourself up. Yeah, he, 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 like those are like automatic responses. Mm-hmm. But eventually he was like, oh, she's from somewhere else. She and I are not the same. Sure. We, and we're not even equal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't make her come up underneath my standards, my understanding, my worldview, my perspective, and where I come from, because she's not where I'm from. That's right. You know? Yeah. And when we get into actually being in battle, we get on the get on the battlefield, no man's land. I think that's where it was really revealed, that moment on no man's land with going out and bouncing the bullets off with the shield, that's where everybody goes, Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we need to get behind her. Mm-hmm. We need to follow her. She's stronger than us. She's bringing, like, we're actually doing things that we couldn't do yeah. before she got here because of what she brings to the table, which I think is a is a is a a metaphor that I walked away with, which is like, well, what are we stifling 
And what are we keeping away that's benefiting us because of the way we interact with women, the way we think of women? Yeah. You know, what absolutely. kind of things are they bringing into the room, bringing into the conversation, bringing into the community, to the culture? And we're just going women. And she was not, Diana was never separate from the team. She became a part of the yeah. team. Yeah. And when she does jump out of the trenches and run straight forward toward the Germans, mm-hmm. She wasn't jumping into their base and kicking all of their asses by herself. Mm -hmm. She paved the way so the rest of the soldiers could follow her Uh and work with her. See, she paved the way. I think that was really important. Uh So so that you could follow behind. Exactly. See, some of you need to uh, learn that sometimes somebody's got to pave the way. That's correct. It ain't always about you. Uh Someone else has power, and you need to let that power uh, shine through. Because, see, you couldn't... All right, we don't need to... Mind if I praise God? (laughs) (laughs) But I I just... I thought that was important because she she made herself into a leader. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a lone wolf. Because of what she brought to the table. Yeah. Because of her value, mm-hmm. you know, and because of her character. Right. She often spoke out, which is, again, I thought really, really awesome because we see women, hush, quiet, be quiet, wait your turn, listen. She's like, no, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. How could you? How dare you? Because she's strong enough to back it up. What you going to do? Mm-hmm. You going to do something to me? You know what I mean? Like, try me. And I'm sure, and I, I, I'm only imagining what this is like for women. Sure. Pe- first of all, I mean, women, period. Sure. You know, like, we, you, you, we, see, we see people who represent us all the time. Yeah. You know? Men are everywhere. We talk about this all the time. So I know that this doesn't hit me in the same way it hits other people. I know it doesn't. Sure. Uh, hit, wait, excuse me. I know this doesn't hit me in the way that it hits other women. Right. How could it? I can't imagine. You know, I can't imagine because, but you know what it did make me think about? What's this? February 2018. Mm-hmm. When Black Panther comes out. I'm so glad you brought this up. I can only, because if, if anything, I wasn't in the theater weeping, sure. you know, but I was just, I'm, I was trying to put myself in the shoes of the people who are like, finally, mm-hmm. f- I've never seen this before. And the emotion as I read articles and I hear people talk and I, and I see the reviews and I'm like, do I think the movie was that good? Then I start connecting. Oh, well, of course it's not hitting me the same. Mm-hmm. But when I, because I think of the first time I opened Black Panther, which we've talked about, mm-hmm. and I told you I read Never Been Conquered and I almost cried, which I didn't expect to happen, was like, Oh, because it hits it hit me uniquely because I am black. Yeah. You know? And I think about what that must do for women all around the world. That hit must that I can only imagine it hits them in a unique way. Yeah. That makes them go, I didn't even know how much I needed this. I'm so glad you brought this up because or, I it, mean, I don't know what they needed, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. It, and I think it it is needed in the sense that comic book fans like me and you, people who love movies yeah. like me and you, yeah. uh, you know, people who are fans of of Wonder Woman needed this. And even people who didn't know they were fans of Wonder Woman needed this. And now they're fans of Wonder Woman. And now they might buy comics. Yes. And now they might get the toys. Yes. And now they might tell their daughters yeah. or their sons yeah. or family members about this character. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to watch. I can't wait until we watch Wonder Woman together. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Now, the flip side of this, and I think the interesting, complicated part of this, is that means Wonder Woman needed to be a lot of things to a lot of people. Yeah. And it, it works under unfair 
parameters Puts and a expectations. Lot of pressure on this movie. And I think about that within reference to February 2018 mm-hmm. and when Black Panther comes out. Yeah. Suddenly, this movie, this superhero movie, needs to be a very important thing to a lot of people. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying stuff like, man, this movie needs to succeed or else we're never going to get another female-led superhero movie. That's the problem right there. And that is both horrible and real Mm -hmm. because the people who sign these checks, the people who are executives and producers, they make the decision based on what they think makes money. Yeah. And if they think the only common denominator is, well, this had a female lead and it didn't do well, I guess we're done with that. Looks like that trend is done. Although, astutely, I noticed a tweet from someone uh, when the movie came out, and it said something along the lines of, you know, it's not like Green Lantern came out and someone said, well, I guess man and superheroes just don't work. Right. You know, not one person said that. Totally, totally different standard. It's a double standard. So as I'm watching Wonder Woman, I did go through a complicated mixture of emotions and had to ultimately realize this movie is something that I get to celebrate and be part of, but it's not for me. And I'm enjoying it and entertaining. Do you really think it's not for you? I do, because I don't think it was made for me and I'm cool with that. I liked it a lot. I think I loved it, but I'm also a person who is watching this as a superhero movie first and picking it apart for things that I didn't like. Because the bottom line is when I got out of the theater, I thought there were a lot of things in this movie that I would tear a different movie apart for. I would get real picky with it, Mm -hmm. but this was more important. This was a larger, more important movie because this is a hero for a group of people that I cannot say I'm a part of. Now, hold on a second. Yeah. Both of these things can be true at the same time. Agreed. Both of them can be. And so that means that I can pick it apart. But, you know, I've said with my letter grade and the way that I enjoy movies, I look at the good things. I weigh them against the bad things. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're more bad than good, then, you know, I try to say mathematically, I think it was not as good as it should have been. Some good things, but mostly just bad things. But in this in this case, suddenly I didn't feel like being picky anymore. Because? I saw the forest from the trees. It gave. I had to take some time, but I had to look at it and think, this was more important than me saying they used slow-mo too much. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, I can't. No, no, hold up. Yes, yes, yes. This is my opinion. No, I'm, I'm saying no, no, no in the sense of like, what I'm responding to. Like, I'm responding to... I, I think... And this is why... Let me, let me not say no. Here's what I'm saying. I think that's dangerous. Why? I think that's dangerous. And I'm going to give an example that may or may not connect. And some people listening may or may not get it, but just walk with me. Mm-hmm. Here's what happens oftentimes, depending upon what your upbringing is, in the Christian church. Mm-hmm. Somebody cannot sing. Okay. They can't sing. All right. They can't rap. They can't dance. They can't draw. They can't whatever. Mm-hmm. That's all right, baby. Cause that's for God. You better bless him. Ah, hey, hey, ha, come on now. You better, yes, God. But they're not good. Sure. So well, let me get the thought out. Okay, I'll get. So I'll it's kind of it dangerous because I've lived through that, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't want to blanket encourage because that 
doesn't do what we want to do ultimately. Mm -hmm. We don't rise. We don't grow. We want to give pros and cons, goods and bads. Mm -hmm. We want to give a thorough critique, especially if we understand that we're behind the eight ball. Now, here's the thing. As a black man, my upbringing is different. Mm -hmm. No, ain't nobody gonna see the forest for the trees for me. Sure. So that that's why that kind of strikes me as, huh? You better not do that mm -hmm. because you get you if you kind of encourage that and teach that. That's not how the world works. You have to be. I was raised as a black man. You need to be ten times better just to get equal. Yeah, respect. I understand. So if people were to encourage my mediocre, I'd start to believe, well, this is what's good. And then when the world didn't react that way, I'd be confused. Sure. Like, well, I was just as good as them. I was raised, you can't be just as good. Mm -hmm. You have to be better to get equal. Sure. So when I go, so when I, I think what I'm responding to is when I hear, yeah, there's critiques, but, but the bigger picture, I go, I'm not doing that for Black Panther. Like, because of the culture and what we understand to be real is sure. like, this is, I want it to be great. And at the same time, we don't have the luxury of being mediocre. Yeah, I understand you know what I'm that. saying? So, I so when, I, when I look at Wonder Woman, I'm not a woman, you know, but I, I think I get a little shaky when I, when I hear something that sounds like, well, I'm going to give it a pass. I want to point out and celebrate what is worthy of celebration. I want to lift up and boost the single of what is great. And I want to give constructive critique mm -hmm. so that we can make it better because we need a Wonder Woman. We need uh, a Misty Night show. Yeah. We need a Carol Danvers show. Yeah. We need a Riri Williams show. Yeah, absolutely. And if we go out there and go, yeah, there was plot holes, but it's okay. You know what's not going, you know who ain't going to say that? The people with that money. Absolutely. I, I, I understand that. So that, it, that's all I'm saying. So what, I'm, what I'm hearing you respond to, and I agree with everything you said. Mm -hmm. I agree. It, it is important to be, um, you know, something I think we've maintained since day one. Yeah. Uh, uh, loving and critical. You, yeah. And, and especially critical when you are loving. Yeah. Right. And, and making sure that you are helpful and, and not discounting someone's ability to perform mm -hmm. just because, eh, yeah, it's good enough. It'll right. Pass. So what I want to clarify is I'm not erasing my criticism of the things that I uh, notice in the movie. I'm choosing to focus on the things that I think are more important. Mm hmm. And in that way, let me just root this in the way that Wonder Woman seems to speak on behalf of humanity. Yeah, there's a lot of not good stuff here. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of much better stuff than some people see. Mm -hmm. I think it's much more important that we look at the good stuff. Because there, there's a laundry list of things that I could pick apart from this movie. But at the end of the day, how did I feel in my bones? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. I was joyful. Mm -hmm. I was happy. And all of the things that I wasn't happy about, I do believe I need to keep in check. Some of this stuff I can say, yeah, look, honestly, the pacing was a little bit weird. The dialogue was a little bit weird at times. The slow-mo, really? Is it, is it every scene is a slow-mo? Do we got to do the slow-mo every time we do a backflip? Do we got to do a backflip every time we have a fight? So some of that stuff is going to come out because I'm a nerd. I love tearing things apart 
at an atomic level and saying, it doesn't have to be that way. I, I like being that person, right? But in the same way that comic book Junto challenges me to be someone who attaches to something worthwhile, the thing that I found worthwhile is this character and this movie is iconic for a group of people who need it. Yes. Who need it. Yes. Now, when we have Wonder Woman 2, if I see this many slow-mos again, I'm going to hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Stop. Please. And if I noticed that there were three writers on the, the script, I don't know if you noticed in the credits. Zack Snyder was one of the writers. That was Zack Snyder was one of the writers. I think Patty Jenkins was one of the writers, and there was a third writer. Apparently, there are several uncredited writers who wrote passes of the, the first early drafts before uh, the movie was made itself. Um, I think there are a lot of writers in the room telling a lot of stories, and sometimes it kind of looks a little jigsaw puzzly and doesn't fit together perfectly, and that's going to be an issue. What I also think is this movie proves the case for someone like Patty Jenkins to be able to just move forward and do whatever she damn well pleases. Well, she's already signed on to do a sequel. Right. The sequel's already planned. It's but already I bet you there were producers who were looking on over her shoulders and saying to her, I bet you saying to her, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. I'm sure. And I'm glad that we have this critical success that we have now. What is it, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes? Something like that. I, I'm glad that we have the, these figures, the revenue, the, the success that it's reached, because now we can get to a place where the, the double standard can just... It's, it's in effect, and it will always be effect, but I wish we would just trust Patty Jenkins to tell the story herself. That's well, my thought. I thought... Um, and I think maybe this transitions into some of the things that we were not so hot on in the movie, like any of the uh, mm -hmm. low lights, things that you mm -hmm. were not a big fan of. Well, um, <clears throat> I will say that the last part of the movie got a little Snyderish, got a little dark, got a little the whole fight scene between Ares and Wonder Woman. I mean, I think which one, looks cool. I think one of the things that I was a little confused about was like so. What are Wonder Woman's powers? Yeah. Like, can she fly? Can she... What's happening with the gauntlets? What's yeah. lightning? In her training, the, in her... Yeah, is she, she does some bulletproof? Real, like, Kamehameha or stuff. She shoots fireballs? Like, what's happening? And that, that was a little, like, what's happening at the end of this movie? She's levitating and... I don't really understand what's going on sure. at the end of this. But ultimately, it seemed like... That last part was, it was fun to watch. It was fun to look at. It just didn't quite, I didn't quite understand what her powers were. Sure. I, I found myself asking in the training sequence in the beginning when she was uh, fighting Antiope, Robin Wright, yeah. when she puts her wrists together and, yeah. and there's this huge like shock wave and yeah, pushes yeah. everybody past. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because I saw it in the trailer. I didn't see it in the trailer. And then... Everyone looked at her like shamefully and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, wait, how did you do that? Wait, why aren't the Amazons saying, how did you do that? That right. was nuts. Yeah. Because I wonder, can everyone do that? Or yeah. can only Diana do that? Yeah. And so people come and they're shooting and the, the, the women of Themyscira are getting killed with bullets. So they're... They're not all this like that's kind of like plot stuff where I'm like, what? But Diana was like blocking them off of her bracers, but no so one nobody else, else was. has bracelets. Why but does maybe she have she's bracelets? Just real strong and fast. I don't know. So she can 
yeah, like so it's 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 little bit of stuff like that where I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um sure, I don't know exactly what's going on with that. Um ultimately the result is Diana is kicking people's asses. And so at the end of the at, day, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm very pleased to look at this. But what what I do think about is like, well, how does like what what do I have to look forward to in Justice League? Like what can she do? Sure. You know? Sure. What what is her power? So that's that. Um other thing outside of that, I thought the villains could have been fleshed out more. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ares, I didn't exactly see that coming beat for beat, but I felt it coming. So I felt like the 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 the, the big big bad villain was like, ah, you know, that's the dude from Fargo yeah, season three, yeah, which is something. Yeah, but it's just like I really wasn't. All this for Aries, 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 and Aries is an old guy with a with a with a with a mustache. Yeah, I was and thinking maybe when he put turns the armor cars on, in the armor. When he put the armor on, he would transform into a more godlike looking chaos. I, but yeah, you could see underneath the helmet, it was still you know that same old mustachio guy. man. I was thinking, yeah, is Mario is, is, is that, Aries? Is that Aries? Yeah, because I, I mean, and then also. Like Doctor Poison was cool, mm-hmm. but we—I would have rather had her be the big bad. Sure, you know she kind of seemed costume was more memorable. She kind of seemed like a waste. They wasted her. I would have loved to have seen their her be in some sort of way, but I don't know. Maybe there was just like, how is this mortal gonna fight a god? You know what I mean? That is one thing that tripped me up after I saw the film. Uh, I'm a fan of Wonder Woman. I am not thoroughly, thoroughly up to date with every single character. I, you know, I'm, I'm not that kind of fan. I don't know. But something that tripped me up is I realized that Dr. Poison is named Dr. Maru. The character is intended to be Japanese. The actress is Spanish. So I thought that was hmm. a little interesting. It was the one, th- one of those things where you, like I said, I'm scanning mm-hmm. the background of Thamascara. Like we right. good here, we good here, we good here. And when this information passed along to me, I was saying, ah, oh, I why call her Dr. Maru at that point? Or why not just have a Japanese actress? But I was, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that's one of those things that I don't know how to best proceed with. I can say I thought the character design was cool. Yeah, was I, I would I would have liked to seen her them use her more. Um what else? What other what other thoughts do you have? What else maybe kind of made you like raise an eyebrow? Well, one of the things that we mentioned earlier is how similar this is to Captain America: First Avenger. Yes, right. And when I say it's similar, I mean it. It's really similar. Yeah, it's different wars. Mm-hmm. This is World War One, mm-hmm. and Cap was in World War Two. Sure, but the setting is really similar, and not not just that, but also the fish out of water story. They spend a lot of time playing on what Diana does not know about modern society, and of course, you know that's a that's a fine right. setup for an origin story. We, know. Yeah. we get it, um, but they do spend a lot of time on that, and. There's this thing about the comedy. I realized being in a theater is a really important part of comedy. When I saw Guardians of the Galaxy in a theater that mostly chuckled through all of the jokes, I I experienced the jokes in a different way. When I saw Wonder Woman, I don't know what it is, Ak, but nobody laughed ever. Really? And when a joke would get put out, it felt like weird timing. Like, no one reacted. 
Nobody responded. And that was... Well, there weren't a whole lot of jokey joke parts in the No, in the it wasn't movie. like a Marvel movie. Yeah, it like, was kind of like... It was kind of humorous banter. Sure. So I, I think the humor was not as good as what I would compare it to, which is a Marvel movie. Um, and also, I want to point out the, the team that uh, Steve Trevor hangs with. Is it just me or are they basically the Howling Commandos? That's what I thought. And that, so that's just like that. And so those characters didn't really get to be fleshed out themselves. They all have these interesting personalities and they're quirky and they look like this and they look like that. And I mm-hmm. thought it was probably most interesting when they explore the chief and he says, I'm, I'm a war profiteer. Yeah. I'm on no side. Yeah. My, my people were conquered by his people mm-hmm. when he's pointing at Steve Trevor. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested in that. But they don't really go anywhere with that. So I thought those characters were a little flat and it reminded me a lot of the Howling Commandos in Cap 1 who were also a little flat. So some of that was strange to me. It felt too dissimilar to put away, you know? And then the last thing that I'm going to point out is the basis for this entire movie. The opening scene and one of the final scenes. This whole movie was Wonder Woman checking her email. Pretty much. And just thinking, this is the two hour two hours of daydreaming. <laughs> this is the second movie in the DCEU in which Wonder Woman and Batman are sending emails to one another. What is going on? I I believe this is a Zack Snyder thing. Zack Snyder's like, Patty Jenkins, so happy to have you on the project. This is great. Now, here's the thing. I need you to pick it up at this specific point. Oh, yeah. What point is that? All right. Let me lay it down for you. Wonder Woman gets an email. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Then do whatever you want. So I thought it was a weak way of starting the movie. Like, wh- why? 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 Why not just start the movie, you know, with the beginning of Wonder Woman? And the, rela- the, the realization is it needs to be attached to the Justice League movie that's coming out. Right. Set it in a modern time so they can get you excited for what's going to come later. And that's one of the things I do not like about DCEU is the way they're kind of poking you in a not so graceful way to say, wait until the next one comes out. Just you wait until the next one comes out. But I will say that I did like the fact that this movie was not just a big setup for the next movie. This is a much better standalone than Batman v Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Batman v Superman was not a... No, that was, not, a, that was a preview for the next one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That wasn't a really good Batman movie or a, or a really good Superman movie or a good Wonder Woman movie. It was, uh, like you said, a setup for the next movie. But Wonder Woman is a good movie on its own. So, um, yeah. Um, how do you feel about Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? I like Gal Gadot. I, uh, uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal, G-A-L, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, excuse me. Um, I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I, I was one of those people who had fan cast Wonder Woman a long time ago. I really wanted it to be, uh, oh gosh, she's a UFC fighter, or she used to be. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I had it in my head. I dreamed it would be Gina Carano. And when Gal Gadot was announced to be Wonder Woman, I, I let out a little bit of a sigh. But when I saw Batman v Superman... I was into it and I watched this movie and I was into it. She's got a great personality. She's got, I I think everything that looks like a hero, she kicks ass. She's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. She's athletic. Mm -hmm. She has military training. I mean, there's a lot of CG, a lot. There's a lot of CG, but when it looks good, it looks good. The biggest thing, and this is something I've mentioned before. I think that when I think Wonder Woman, I don't see a model. 
Okay. Yeah, and, and when you look at Gal Gadot, do you see a model? I see a model. I see. Yeah. Do you want to expand on that? What when do you I, see? When I think Wonder Woman, I think one of the fittest women on earth. And mm-hmm. if you just Google Annie Thor's daughter, mm-hmm. you know, for example, just like a, a CrossFit, like that's what I think of when I think of Wonder Woman. Sure. I think of a fit, muscle-bound. Muscu- not, not muscle-bound, but muscular. Mm-hmm. Like you can see musculature. I think of like an Olympic athlete. I think of Frank I mean, Miller's Wonder Woman. Even like, you know, even if you look at how gymnasts or, you know, female sprinters or, yeah. you know, like I say, CrossFitters or some of the UFC fighters, you know what I'm saying? They got sure. some meat on them. They got some curves on them. They have some shoulders on them. I sure. do look at Gail Godot and I think she does a good job in the role. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the biggest thing as far as like her playing the role is like when I think of Wonder Woman, when I think of a of a fit, muscular woman who's picking up a tank and tossing it across the room, yeah. I see a little more muscle sure. in my mind. Sure, sure. Now, did you have this kind of feeling with any other superheroes in DCEU, for instance? How like, do you mean? Are there any male characters where you think, ah, that's just not really what that person looks like to me? Well, I think Henry Cavill is jacked. Mm-hmm. I think Hugh Jackman is jacked. I think uh, Ben Affleck is big. He's not jacked, but mm-hmm. he's big. So I think Ben Affleck as Batman might be the one person who I think maybe isn't quite in shape. Yeah. Like when I think of Batman, I think of a rippling, muscular. I mean, he's a, like the idea of Batman is he is the epitome of the physical yeah, human but being. But Ben Affleck does CrossFit in the movie. Right. But I mean, are you not convinced? No, 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 no. You're asking me about the, phys- <laughs> the like physically. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you look at Ben Affleck, and you stay, you know, when you look at when you look at Hugh Jackman playing Logan, sure. When you look at uh, Henry Cavill, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I, I know what you're versus Ben. It looks a little soft. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying soft as a person, but I think you get what I mean when you talk about like the physical appearance. He looks a little soft. Now, if you do a little head canning, can you make it work thinking about the fact that uh, Wonder Woman is literally a god, part god? Mm-hmm. Does that help it in any way? Like, you know, maybe gods and, and and their physics, they have different parameters for what you need to look like to have that level of strength? It's not something that takes me out of the movie. Okay, gotcha. You know, it's not something that makes me go, oh, this movie sucks. Sure. This movie is not a good movie. Sure. I think it's a good movie. And I think Gal Gadot, like, that is a super duper, like, small thing that I don't even think about. Yeah. Because she does such a good job in the role. Right. right. You know, it's one of those things that, when you're seeing her walking around with the shield and the sword and the punching and kicking and jumping through stuff, it's like, oh, I'm not even thinking about this. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things. So, for example, let's go back to what we say all the time. Got to see a move. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when I look at you, I go, I don't know, Finn Jones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When yeah, I look at sure. Finn Jones, I got, when you, I think you know, of Finn Jones would be a good one. Yeah, because when I see Iron Fist, I don't see Finn Jones. I don't uh, yep, see kind yep, of like yep. a sweatpants-looking guy like I went to college with. Yep. He just looks like a regular dude. Right. Like, Iron Fist is basically Bruce Lee. When I think of Iron Fist, I think of Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. I don't think of this guy. Mm-hmm. So when I see him, I go, okay, let's see how you move. And you move like trash. And I'm like, this isn't working, <laughs> you know? So when I see Gal Gadot, I go, well, I always think of Wonder Woman being a little more muscular. Sure. But let's see her move. And... Knocks it out of the park. Sure. You know, knocks it out of the park. Nothing. I'm not, I've, you, that way completely overrides yeah. that thing. I'm not even thinking about it. Anymore. Yeah. There's a, a point in this movie, it, near the end of the movie, when Wonder Woman picks up a tank. Yeah. 
and realizes that she doesn't want to throw it, I guess, Mm -hmm. and sets it down to her side. Yeah. And does it in a way that makes it appear, I don't know if this is bad CG or, or if it's just Wonder Woman, but it makes it look like that tank doesn't weigh but nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing, thinking, That's, that looks ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that looks very ridiculous. But maybe it's just, yo, she goes ham. I mean, she shoots laser beams out of her. So Speaking of going ham, how do you feel about her killing all the people? I, okay, I'm just going to say this straight up. Yeah. Loved it. Had no idea that it was going to be she like that. killing. But she was killing people. She had, she was letting it go. So let me get into one of the things that I thought was kind of an issue for me. Okay. Aries, mm-hmm. right? And this, this kind of, this kind of transitions, this will transmission me into like overall mm-hmm. big picture. Mm-hmm. What's the point, sure. right? Aries apparently is the reason why men are the way they are. Sure. Not, men but man right sure. humans mm-hmm. non people from non themiscarians i guess or mm-hmm. everybody else that ain't from themiscar mortals right mortals um aries is the reason why and basically as long as he exists then men will be at war right sure and something like that some right which is which even that's kind of like okay okay mm-hmm. I I guess that falls apart. You know, I talk about breaking ideas. Mm-hmm. I br- I don't have to pull that, but like a centimeter, and it's broken. Sure. Like so, how do we address Justice League? Mm-hmm. How do or we address any, any bad humans? Any like fight? Sure. So I, I guess she just cured like the sin issue. She cured more. She cured morality. Like, sure. That doesn't stretch far at all. That's a real big plot hole. For Clearly, me. there needs to be a lot more. Than just yeah, that. and you know, we played up this whole thing of like she kills the wrong person, and uh, it should all have stopped. And what happened? Because to me, I'm like, oh, you poor thing. You really think that if you kill Ares, everything's gonna be okay? It doesn't work like that. That's right. And I thought that that's what I thought that's what they were playing up. They were playing up. She knows she really has this much faith that she believes if she kills, if she slays the demon, everyone will be good. Mm-hmm. And she's going to recognize that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they even kind of played up that point in the conversation between Ares and like Diana, this whole idea of like these humans, I just whisper in their ears. I don't tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. I just give them ideas, which mm-hmm. is again, Satan, the accuser, yep, the liar, absolutely. like, you know what I mean? The deceiver, like reigning and roaming around on the earth, depending upon what your faith and belief system is. But that's what I thought. I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of like this demonic force, which it doesn't possess you and make you do something. Mm-hmm. And his point is, this is how they are. Yeah. I'm not making them do this. All they do is just push them in that direction. Yeah. I I just, I give them the opportunity and Diane, like they don't deserve. And that whole point where Steve was talking about, it's not about deserve. Maybe we are bad. Maybe we're not good. Maybe like, you know, this kind of thing, like maybe you're right. Yeah. Because her whole thing is, I don't want to help you guys. You guys are the worst. How could you? How could you be? But it's, it's not about what we deserve is about what you believe Mm -hmm. that point to me was like, that's huge. Mm -hmm. That's a big takeaway. Like this is what I take away and go home with. But then at the end, visually, when you kill Aries, everybody's hugging each other. Yeah. Yes. That for me was like, yeah, you, you lost me, yo. Like, 
that was whack. I, that yeah. was really, really took that took that really took me out because yeah. I was like, that doesn't make any sense because you just you just p- made the point that it's not about what they deserve. It's not they their nature is bad. Their nature is to fight and to cause wars and to beef. That's what their nature is. Mm. That's what's going on. Mm. So it's not you, Aries. They're not, I'm not going to join you in destroying them all. I'm not going to do that because it's about what you believe. It's about faith and I believe in love. Sure. But then you kill Aries and everybody's hugging. Yeah, I I totally understand why that doesn't work. And that, that was a scene in this movie where I think the notion was whoever had wrote that scene, whoever had written that scene had thought, well, people are just going to be happy because of the catharsis. Bad guy's dead. Right? And Nobody I think, knew who the bad guy was. Yeah, and so for me... I Nobody believed in the bad guy. I don't think her. that's enough, and I think that short changes... I think this is what you're hedging toward. This short changes the theme of the movie. Yes. What I think is maybe the most interesting part about Wonder Woman in this story mm-hmm. is... I, I said I liked watching Wonder Woman kick people's asses and actually kill people. Yeah. Because I like the balance between her understanding that she's got a fight, there is violence, she was raised a warrior. Yes. And also, the most powerful conviction that she possesses is love. Right. So rarely do we have compassion and the ability to smite foes right. in one character. And the willingness to do it, right. if necessary, if pushed... And at the same time, be like, "Look, don't do that. Right. There's a better way. Right. But so, don't. But don't. But coming me sideways, I set you straight. So maybe the weakest part of the entire movie is that conclusion, which was supposed to be, in my mind, the Saturday morning special, the end of the book. The mm-hmm. and this is what you go home with. Mm-hmm. And I think they really airballed because mm-hmm. it was like, so what are you? What is? What are you saying? Yeah. And 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 what does that tell me about? Wonder Woman moving forward. Is it that man is bad and you as a God type character, your role is to go, yeah, they do suck. But I, because this is the story of what I really believe. I believe that we as humans, we're a freaking mess. Yeah, sure. And your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, cousin, uncle, mom, dad, friend, co-host on the podcast is a freaking mess. You you have always said we are the bad guys. We're all bad guys. Yeah. You know, like like when, you're always the good guy in your story. Sure. You know what I'm saying? If it's you versus someone else, if it, who's and someone's got to be Batman, somebody's got to be Joker. Which one are you? No, if you've, you've got to be Batman. You're never going to claim, well, I, I'm the bad guy. Sure. You know, someone's going to have to show you you're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, in a war, everybody thinks they're right. Mm-hmm. Even if they think it's for their own benefit, if I got, if you got to lose so that I got to win, well, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're all bad guys. And I, I was like, okay, that's what we're getting. But what do we do about that? Sure. So, now it's about there's grace for you, like we always say. If uh, that's the point, that's what the, the takeaway is. And that's what Wonder Woman stands for. No, you don't deserve grace. No, you don't deserve mercy. Yes, you deserve to be destroyed. Yes, you are a bad guy. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you humans that are like lower than me in a sense and are annoying to me in a sense, which is kind of the idea of what I get from Wonder Woman from Batman v Superman is kind of this annoyed, reluctant hero mm-hmm. who's like, oh, I can't stand y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna look for a fight. You're gonna find a way to go to war. And I'm really tired of saving y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all get on my nerve. 
but it's not about deserve. It's about what you believe. Mm -hmm. And I believe in love. I believe in grace. I believe in mercy. I believe in forgiveness. I believe in fighting for what's right and what's true. And even if, even if you don't believe it, I'm going to stand for that. And I'm going to go fight for what I believe in. Right, right. But is that what it is? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I want to believe that that is the... That is the crux of the character is that balance of, of compassion, but also needing to fight against things that are evil. I, I right. want to believe that that is what makes her an interesting character in the DCEU. That's what I, that, that's what I would like. To I see. also, I just think that as far as the movie goes and this happens in comics all the time, mm -hmm. sometimes they do not stick the landing, right? You build up, build up, build up. You make your case and then, well, gosh, it's been 120 minutes, and I guess we really need to uh, wrap it up, take it home. And in that sense, I think it really weakens the end of the movie because not only do we have uh, what was supposed to look awesome, but it was a very Zack Snyder battle with fire and darkness and all that stuff and explosions. Um, not only do we have kind of an unsatisfying demise to Ares, like, wait, where did you be able to shoot lasers? How did that happen? I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. We, I don't think we built up to that. I wasn't ready. I wanted to see you do it in a way that seemed like you, like more like something I understood. Not only do we have that, but then at the end, she sends an email to Bruce Wayne and flies off into the sunset. And it was just this sort of thing. I love seeing a superhero be a superhero. Mm -hmm. I love a return to Christopher Reeve's Superman movies. Right? Is that where that took you? you know, in my mind, I'm thinking that was the intent, but it didn't take me there because I, I like seeing characters, you know, be good. And I love seeing Wonder Woman save a village and then the people come out and celebrate with her and yes. thank her. Yes. And I'm like, yo, this is something I've been missing from superhero movies for a long time. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, it just felt like, I, I guess it's over. Mm -hmm. I guess we're done. Yeah. And that was disappointing. The, uh, the momentum was deflated a little bit by that. I will say the thing that I like quite a bit is that Wonder Woman admits to Ares, I, I, I think she says something along the lines of, humans are all that you say they are. Right, you're right. And I love that. And more. Yes, and they're worse. And I think, I think what she was trying to say is, that everything you're saying, yep, but there's potential for them to be much better. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes you evil. You don't believe in that. Mm -hmm. You don't see the possibility for mm -hmm. them to be good. And that's what makes me a hero. I will struggle every day to capitalize on what's good. Even though, just like you point out, Ak, they probably don't even deserve it. And even her own mother, Diana's mother, says they don't deserve you. And to a lot of it, that's totally true, but Diana still makes it work. So this was a complicated movie as far as that balance goes. I appreciate the balance, but I do not think that the conclusion does justice. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to see, um, I, I would like to see them flesh out more of this dynamic of, yeah, they're a mess, but. If they fight humans ever again, and they will, then they're just going to be like, hey, Diana, I thought you said this was just Ares' fault. And she'll have to say, oh, yeah, I was wrong. Because that's, cause, <laughs> that's what the whole movie led up to is the reason why we got to fight Ares and beat him is because he is driving he's, man he's the reason this. why evil exists in the world. And even visually, like I said, 
You showed us. Oh, everybody hugged afterwards. When when Wonder and, Woman stabbed Ludendorff, oof. I was like, yeah! <laughs> she went for it. I did not. I did not. I thought there was going to be that scene where she's like, I can't. I'm a superhero and I need to show Oh, no, she, she went ahead. Damn! Shoved their sword straight into his chest and thought, well, I guess that's it. We're done here. That might have been my favorite part of the movie because I totally didn't expect that. Yeah. And clearly, she didn't expect it to go down like that either. Yeah. She thought she had done the thing and... No. Also, something I want to point out that I did like, Wonder Woman seems to be one of the only superheroes who has seen the carnage of war. Mm -hmm. When all of those uh, injured soldiers are being carted toward her. Yeah. And she is walking toward the front line and they're uh, uh, trying to move away from it and tend to their, their injuries. She sees what war does. She sees casualties. And strangely enough... We don't really see that in any other movies. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Complicated movie. Yeah. Complicated movie, but on the whole, very, 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 very happy that it exists. Yes. And it made me joyful. Absolutely. So let's get into these letter grades. Yeah. What, what do you got? I'm giving it a B. I'm giving it a B because I think it is above average. It's it's better than an average movie. When I think about what it represents and what it means to me, it it makes it even more above average. It's it's a movie that I'm saying to you right now, after we do this episode, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it again and take a look at things that I did like and things that I didn't like and not fall asleep. Yeah, not falling asleep. So probably, that's why that's key. A good idea. That's a major key. Yeah. Uh, what do you give it? Do you have a letter grade? Prepared? Solid B. Solid B. Yeah. Yeah, I'm giving it a solid B. Solid B. Um, a lot of room for improvement, but still what, what really you, good. What do you think in is in reference to the DCEU movies? Because that's some of the conversation. This is the best superhero movie ever and all of that stuff. Like, I don't... Are we I, counting the Nolan movies? Or, or no? Well, I mean, you can count whatever you want to count, but I'm just, I was just keeping it with... Superman, The Dark Knight Return. I mean, uh, Batman v Superman, Suicide Man of Squad, Steel, that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, easily, without a shadow of doubt, it is better than all of the DCEU's recents, as far as I'm concerned. All of the recent installments, it is better than Man of Steel. It is better than Batman v Superman. It is certainly better than Suicide Squad. Absolutely bad super suicide. So I'm I'm going to say as as far as the like Zack Snyder, Jeff Johns current DCEU offering, Wonder Woman is far and away the best. Um and and to point out something that I, I saw recently, I think Jill Pantazzi, who writes for a, a comic book website, she says, not only does this movie jump over the bar, because it's a low bar, hmm. but it, it like it, it slow-mo backflips over the bar. And comes down real hard. Yeah. It, it definitely topples the other movies. Yeah, I definitely think that this is one of the... Uh, I, I, have to have, I have to take some more time to like sit with it. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the best ways to make those kind of calls is... It's just like when someone, an album comes out, people go, it's a classic. Oh, it's yeah. Like, well, the, the immediate hot take is... You, you got to sit with it for a little bit. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because this is the movie that's going on right now. Right. You know, it definitely doesn't touch the Dark Knight. Mm. Oh no, it's you know, it like I still think Logan is better than this. I still sure. think the Dark Knight is better than this. I sure. still think that you know I enjoy Deadpool in in a in a different way that I enjoy this. So, mm -hmm. like 
I think a lot of the talk about a lot of the accolades that are being lifted up and, and talked about this movie, I think a lot of them are good. And I think some of them are a reach. Mm-hmm. Um, part of one, which is something we talked about a little bit off air before we came on. is That's like right. This is an awesome movie for a woman director and a woman superhero and, you know, feminism and Wonder Woman is a woman of color. And wait, mm. wait, what? We got to reverse a little. Hold bit. on. Wait, hold on. A hold on. So this was news to me. This was a story that I had never heard. Pull it back. Let's give the accolades where they need to be. Yeah. But the woman of color thing, that kind of took me off guard. When was the first time that you saw that? On Twitter, I saw a Twitter moment Mm -hmm. where people were just saying, yeah, Gal Gadot um, and Wonder Woman is a woman of color now and we ought to celebrate and and as a black man, I said, "Woman of color, I don't. How do we get here? What, what is what is this? Yeah, what is that about? <sighs> so yeah, apparently the conversation that is around that is well, one, well, Gail Godot, Gal Godot, excuse me, I keep saying her name wrong. I apologize. Forgive me for saying the name. Gal Godot, we know you're listening. Thank you for the five stars and the positive comment. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. If you use the lasso of truth on us, we would say your name correctly every single time. Or we would say what we believe to be true. I guess. Yeah. Um, so the the whole conversation being, yeah, she's from Israel and she's a woman of color. It's like that's that's not how that works. Yeah. That's 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 not how it works. Just because I'm American doesn't make me white. No. You know, and just everybody who was born in Africa is not black, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, so so that, I think that is something that needed to be corrected and redirected. I know comicbook.com wrote an article about it since you cannot find the article on their website anymore. Um, and I, I just thought it was interesting because part of... Part of that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I had to do a little research to kind of really get down to nitty gritty of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, you did a little research too, right? Adam? I did, in fact, yeah, because th- this was a story that was new to me, and I I don't want to be in over my head and 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 share an opinion without having any idea, because there are also things that I, I've read about people being upset about Gal Gadot's involvement in the is- Israeli military because she was trained in the Israeli military, which is a requirement of of uh, her nationality, and a, a number of other things that, uh, frankly, I, like I'm, I I don't even know how to say I, I don't know I have no idea I don't mm-hmm. know look great to me. <laughs> Scott, yeah. That was like my standpoint. So when you share this story to me, like congratulations to the DCEU first woman of color in a movie uh, about a superhero. I, I was thinking, well, I, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> would, would someone else say that? And why? Yeah. Well, the the big picture here to kind of like, because we're not going to spend a whole lot of time going through this. You can do your own research if you'd like to. Um, but uh, the, the short the short version of this is that Gail, Gal Gadot is from Israel and she is Ashkenazi. That's right. And Ashkenazi is basically the roots, the ethnicity comes from Europe. So ultimately she is European, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Jewish people from Central Europe, I believe. Yeah. So that does not denote a person of color. A person of color, I looked up definition, a person of color, uh, a person who is not white or of European uh, descent. Descent. Yeah. And to, to, before we get into, all, into the weeds here, here's what it really comes down to, right? And this is what I think is the important part and kind of what rubbed me wrong. 
people of color have a certain experience that they have gone through. Mm-hmm. Now, Jewish people have an experience that they have gone through as well, yeah. which is horrible in its own right. And a very separate individual one. But it is not the same thing. Sure. And I think part of the conversation that I want to draw attention to is to not lump everyone who is not white, not European together. Sure. Because that's kind of part of the issue. Right. It's like anybody who's not white European is the same thing. Yeah. It's not the same thing. It's not the same experience. And representation is not the same. Mm -hmm. So that's the big conversation here. Mm -hmm. My soon-to-come daughter is not going to look at Wonder Woman and see a woman of color. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that this character on the screen can represent people of color because whether you are a white passing or European or whatever the case may be, there's a lot of privilege that comes with that. There's a lot of different aspects of representation that can be talked about. So when yeah. you're talking about what people of color have gone through and the lack of representation that we see in media and television and movies and all kinds of stuff like that. That's a particular struggle and situation that we've gone through. So when we do have a person of color, that is a unique celebration. Yeah. That is a unique connection that people have to that thing. And I think part of what kind of rubs me the wrong way is when I feel like people are trying to encroach on that celebration. That's, that's us too. That's us too. Like we we get to celebrate that too. It's like sure. no, sure you don't. Yeah, you can't just claim our celebration. You can't claim our victory and kind of just lump yourself in there with it because it's not the same thing. Sure, that you're having a unique experience. Let it be unique. Let it be yours. Yeah. but let us have ours. Yeah, you know, like we don't have to make everything the same. Everything that's not blatantly bold face white is not. The same thing as black. It's the it, same thing as Latino. No, the same thing as Asian. It's, it's not all it's, the same. It's frankly, it's a, it's a privileged perspective to even go so far, right? As to saying, yeah, well, it's a binary. There's white, and then there's people of color. It's it, that's just not how it works. Yeah. those are totally different groups of people with completely different, unique experiences. It's that's not how it works. And I want to hand over all of the accolades I can that are earned to uh, uh, the people who cast Gal Gadot, to Gal Gadot herself, to everybody in this movie. But you can't you can't stretch out and start handing out awards that don't make sense mm-hmm. because that's that's not sensitive that is totally not sensitive to a group of people who are not being considered who are not celebrating it for that right that's now it doesn't it's, work it's, that it's way. really funny because it's like people of color mm-hmm. are not celebrating Wonder Woman as a people of color they're not celebrating Gal Gadot as a as a as a woman of color, they're not sure. celebrating this movie as a victory for people of color. Sure. You know who's trying to make a celebration? White people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was a, it, the, the it, person it, who wrote this original story is is a, is a white person, and it's yeah. and and even there are even Jewish people, people who are Ashkenazi. Am I saying it right? That's right. Ashkenazi, Ashkenazi people who are like, huh? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's there's a tweet not, thread. From, that's not how this works at all. There's a tweet thread, a really, really powerful and, and extremely elegant uh, uh, tweet thread from at S.I. Rosenbaum, R-O-S-E-N-B-A-U-M. Yeah. 
SI Rosenbaum breaks it down in in a really powerful, concise way. Yes. And I thought that was very helpful for somebody like me. And helpful for me too. Because you know, my my initial reaction is I wouldn't have said that this Wonder Woman is a person of color. And my second reaction is I'm not going to tell someone to stop celebrating for something I don't understand. And then the third piece is to learn. Yeah. Is to sit down and shut up and to listen. Yeah. So Yo, hats off to Gal Gadot, mm-hmm. to everybody a part of this. And if you watch this movie and you say, I see myself in that character, props to you. Mm-hmm. If you are encouraged to, to see yourself in this character, hell yeah. But, you know, let's not, let's not take from other people's cultures. Not before we learn what those things mean. And let's not assume that there are only two parties. It's... White people and everybody else yeah. under the same umbrella. That's yeah. that is like just about the most whack thing. And if you're trying to be a champion for equality or or whatever, no, that's racist though. <laughs> that's not fair. There's a lot of there's a lot of nuance. Yeah. There's a lot of lot of nuance. And I think that this is an opportunity to just take a moment and say, hey, mm. there's some really important things to celebrate here. And there's some other things that you have to check and know your limits on. Sure. You know? Yeah, of course. So, and representation has a lot to do with this. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the big thing that helps me to be able to lock this in and be able to go, oh, okay, that's, that's what rubbed me the wrong way. Is that, you know, who, what is, are, are, are the people of color in our community celebrating and lifting this up? Or is this something that people are trying to, you know, majority culture is trying to encroach on. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, can we have something? Yeah. Can we have celebration over overcoming our own obstacles? Can we have that? Sure. Or you want to encroach on? So wait, we have a victory over being over a, rep, a, a victory in representation. And you want that too? Sure. Like get out of here. Also, as a, as a white man, that accolade just just that 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 statement that is not mine to give. That is not my award to offer. Yeah, you know, it's just not. I got no business giving that. I'm I'm gonna be there and applauding and happy along with it. But that's not for me to hand out. Why? I mean, why wouldn't any? Why is no one else on the internet saying yes? Congratulations, first uh, POC on the screen. Why did it have to be this white guy who said it? The fr- <laughs> you were the first one to point that out. You were the you, first one you know to why? notice that. Because I would, if I had, if I had to assume, I would assume you were fishing. Yeah, you were looking for an opportunity. Yeah, and 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 that's why that tweet no longer exists. Well, you know, look from if, comicbook.com. If that person had, to, I imagine Wonder Woman would say something like this: If you had good intent, if you believed what you were doing was good. Hey, cool, cool, cool. But it was wrong. You were wrong. But like, you know, good on you for having a good heart. But let this be a moment where you learn. That's just not how it works. Yeah. That's, so, not, what, that's not what it is. That, look, let me just break it down. Lil Yachty style. That's not what a cello is. Okay? You're you keep, talking about a clarinet. You keep saying that word. <laughs> I don't think it means what you think it means. Everybody look up Lil Yachty's uh, uh, lyrics having to do with a cello. Cello. Uh, turns out for a brief moment, peek-a-boo. now it, it has changed. Peekaboo. Yeah, check out, listen to Peekaboo just for a second. Peekaboo, Peekaboo. Peekaboo, Peekaboo, Peekaboo. Uh, it turns out he didn't know what a cello was. And turns out Matthew Mueller 
of comicbook.com didn't know what a woman of color was. But you know, like your AR should catch that, I guess. Hey, Somebody ca- hey, gotta catch the that. editor. Well, y'all, y- y'all gonna learn today. <laughs> and that is our review as our one-shot movie review for Wonder Little Woman. Little Boat! Let us know. Little Boat, thank you for your five stars and a positive comment. Uh, comicbook.com, thank you for your five stars. What's the guy who wrote the article who was wrong? Matthew Mueller. Matthew Mueller, thank you for your five stars and your positive comment. Um, also, really... Really, really do want to say um, the uh, at, uh, I don't uh, S I at S I Rosenbaum. That's right. Thank you for your for your thread. That was really helpful to understand. And Truly, listen, look that up if you want more information on what we're talking about. Um, there's some information there for you. And thank you guys for listening. So we want to know what you gave, what your thoughts were. What was your gut reaction? What did you like? What did you not like? What was the big takeaway for you? And what was your letter grade for Wonder Woman? Um, at Octavia Say Newman on Twitter, at Adam Tedris on Twitter, at Comic Book Junto on Twitter. If you want to write us an email, comicbookjunto at bearfruit.com. That's B3ARFRUIT.com. Um, for future episodes, what movie reviews that are coming out soon do you want to see us talk about? Do you want to hear us talk about Spider-Man? You want to hear us talk about Baby Driver? You want to hear us talk about... Um, oh, I'm so excited for Baby Driver. You want to hear us talk about Pirates of the Caribbean? Because I ain't doing it. Nope. Not doing it. You want to hear us talk about Baywatch? Not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. I was at, uh, okay, so yeah, just a real short story before we go out. Octavius and I, we we were supposed to see Wonder Woman a week ago. About a week ago. (laughs) For free in beautiful tropical paradise, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Truly. All right. Uh, it is, it ends up being tropical. Turns out we were not capable of seeing that movie. It was, it was a blow. It was a disappointment. So I went to Bahama Breeze and I told the Ah. person, I told the person uh, at the bar, I'm sitting there drinking a nasty daiquiri or something. That sounds amazing. And uh, I said, oh, we're trying to see a movie. We're trying to see Wonder Woman. And he goes, oh, well, it sucks. You couldn't see that. You should go and see Baywatch. It was good. And then there's a pause and he goes, there are a lot of penis in it. And then what? there's another pause, and he goes, uh, you know, it was mostly, mostly just dead penis, actually. What? And I was like, let me get that check. What are we talking about right now? Check, Bahama Breeze. Let me leave right now. This is not what I came for. You're not helping me with my situation, <laughs> sir. Trevor, get away. Give me my check. Give me the keys, Trevor. Give me the keys. You know I can't give you the keys. Yeah, so he had, he had totally turned around the situation. I'm like, what are you what? Did oh, you just recommend man. that movie to me or no? Go so, see that movie. Don't de- see that movie. There's a lot of dead penis in it. <laughs> what? What kind of review is that? Hey, I'll just not a review you'll get from Comic Book I'll tell you that. You, I just gave you a food order. You go ahead and cancel that. Yeah, we about it here. <laughs> I don't need those tacos no, now. Nobody wants it. No, don't talk about that and then talk about my food. You can't be handling my food talking about that. You got to get up out of here with all that. Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu. <laughs> All right, so uh, more episodes coming in the future. We've got some cool ideas that we're working on. We're not going to say nothing out loud because that's how we get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, tune no, in no. next time for our next one-shot movie review because we do those pretty consistently, and we'll see if we can get some of these other ideas up off the ground. Um, what else you got, Adam? Anything? No, that's it. Look, I, I feel I feel really happy. I didn't expect to go to a DCEU movie and just feel brighter but i do yes and if you haven't seen wonder woman you owe it upon yourself shame on you for listening to this podcast but thank you for listening to this podcast yep and uh yo legitimately i think i will catch this again matinee you know see if i can stay awake i don't know what happened for 10 minutes of the film and i hope it was aries turn cars into armor <laughs> floating in the sky 
<laughs> he uh, teleported. He ran into each other, mm-hmm. threw Wonder Woman into cars, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shot lightning, and she turned into Super Saiyan. Uh, Ares uses cars to turn into armor. Turn yellow. No, so. no, that, that is 100% true. But he did use cars to turn into his armor, so maybe there's a uh, Transformers crossover available. And Gal Gadot is in the Fast and the Furious, so maybe there's a Fast and the Furious uh, crossover coming here. Uh, Dominic Toretto All right. would be very happy to find out that it's he time had to go. the God Killer. It's time to go. Behind the wheel. Is it time? It, yeah. We should leave. We should shut it down. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> that's, that's all we got. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace. <laughs>